1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Stephen Gerrard says he's ready to fall out with people To make sure Alfredo Morelos stays at Rangers Lee Griffiths admits he's been through hard times On his way back to the Celtic team Ante Mirren and Motherwell were the big winners this weekend With Hearts and Aberdeen, the big losers I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Craig Beatty and Alex Ray Yeah, Super Subs,
2: Morelos and Griffiths
1: Score to secure the points for Rangers and Celtic To extend the league, Gordon, at the
2: top of the league has a fizzle gone out And Hibs and Hearts As the poor run continues Motherwell you lot Gordon Humble the Dons And uh, has the big one of Feroar and Keary, Really The big one that they needed Gordon And potentially goal of the season And Adam Hamill
1: Craig Beattie uh, I say this to everyone When they stand over there On a Monday or a Friday You are Hugh Evans tonight <laughs> I'm sorry to do that to you It's like t- t- Tonight Matthew I am Don't be sorry um, to be me but Sorry to the listeners <laughs> He's in Brighton And you are here It was quite a an exciting, dramatic weekend of Scottish football Lots to get through tonight
3: Yeah, great to get the international break out of the way um, Look forward to domestic stuff You know, there's <clears throat> cup action as well as, as domestic And then there's plenty of goals and plenty of talking points for Oh, us. look at that, he's got it in there It's
1: four minutes past and he wants us to talk about
3: Elgin's big win Getting through <laughs> to face Hibs
1: in the next round of the Scottish Cup Good stuff. Still in Uni, it was a comfortable victory. A comfortable victory. Um, and now to Easter Road in the next Not such round. a
3: comfortable draw in the next round. <laughs> Interesting.
1: Right, your weekend review has started and it's on till 8 o'clock. So give us a call 01419511025 is the number you need. And on Twitter, we are at ClydeSSB. We could start various places. Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard. He says Livingston employed tactics to spoil the game on Saturday in the 3-0 win at Ibrox. The Jills boss admitted his side Weren't at their best, but did get the rewards in the end for working hard.
4: I'm very pleased with the players. I think it's a very important win for us. At times it didn't look great on the eye, I understand that. You know, The fans come here and expect us to play with you know, style and rhythm and great attack on football, I understand that. But at times teams are not going to let us do that. Teams are going to come here to try and spoil. They're going to try and make the game physical. They're going to go man for man in midfield. They're going to throw themselves over to try and get fouls and, and set pieces and they're going to try and spoil the game. And I think at times today Livingston succeeded in spoiling the game. But what we did is we, we stood strong, we were brave. We stood up for them and eventually we get our rewards towards the end of the game because we've got a top, top centre forward who come on and provided that spark that was needed. I don't worry about Hearts' results or anyone else's results right now. Today was about us getting three important points, what, what I mentioned yesterday. We go to Hearts next week. It'll be a very difficult game. Tyne Castle will be bouncing. It's very close to the pitch. I know they've been beat today, so I'm sure they're going to want to bounce back against Rangers. There's no better team to bounce back against. But today's all about enjoying today. Big three points for us. Celtic asked us a question today and we've won an answer there.
1: If you've got any thoughts on that game and how it sets Rangers up for Villarreal, give us a call 0141 951 1025. Uh, On one hand there, Stephen Gerrard saying, Alex, he's not bothered about the Hearts result and whatever else, but then he does acknowledge Celtic's result at the end. So that is the reality of what happened at the weekend. It was, a, it was a weekend where where Celtic and Rangers were the big winners in that section of the league because Hearts dropped points, Aberdeen dropped points, Hibbs dropped points, Comarnock dropped points, So it's the only way to look at it.
2: Yeah, it was a perfect weekend for the old firm, Gordon, and uh, when you look at it, it's, uh, it looks as if they may well kick on. They've got a game in hand on the rest as well. Um, but going back to Stephen Gerrard's performance uh, at the weekend, uh, he was writing what he said, uh, having seen the highlights, seen the extended highlights as well, that... The performance wasn't great You're up against a team that I think they the second worst So second best, best yeah. Defensive record So you knew it was always going to be difficult So to come away with a 3-0 uh, Get the points And then Rest your striker as well You give Morelos an hour on, uh, on the bench uh, He comes on Changes the game effectively Because mm. of the quality He spoke about that He's instrumental in everything that Rangers are doing at the moment And uh I think it's important to recognise as well what you said there about Celtic because they did put the pressure on Celtic did what they said it was a a canter at Hamilton Rangers have to respond I quite like the idea that they have to put pressure on each other and it's tit for tat because ask questions of the players and I think that's what Stephen Gerrard was saying Mm. they responded and they come through it in the end okay
1: Alex says Alfredo Morelos is instrumental to Rangers so let's hear your take on it how important is it becoming for Rangers how important is it that they hang on to him because Stephen Gerrard says he'll fall out with people at the club to make sure he keeps Alfredo Morelos uh, the striker as Alex says came off the bench to score one and set up one on Saturday and Gerard says he didn't start because he needs to manage the Colombians workload
4: the decision is we have four games in 11 days and now we have three and six the form he's in at times I'm going to have to try and offload him and help him because he can't play in every single game Lafferty was superb in training all week looked like he was ready and chomping at the bit for a start gave him that option thought he worked tirelessly for us ran the Livingston defenders into the ground and then obviously Alfredo comes on and get all the credit but on his bit in the first hour as well so I have to manage the squad and the team as best I can to make sure that we're, we're fit and healthy certainly when the, the big games come around and they're about to come around no there's no targets from me I just want him to score as many as he can I'm not sure whether he has any targets you'll have to ask him but There's no doubt about it, he's going to shatter what he got last season uh, and in previous seasons because we're creating chances. He's in a great place, he's happy, he's enjoying his work. Uh, I'm told by other people who've been around a long time, it's the happiest he's looked. What I will say is I'll fight tooth and nail to keep him here for as long as possible. I'll fall out with people to keep him here. That's how much I like him and love him and respect him. But I also understand every player has his price, but from day one I've told you, I love him and that hasn't changed It's growing It's getting more So I want to keep him here as long as possible Because he makes my job a lot easier
1: Rangers fans you've heard Steven He loves Alfredo Morelos He will fall out with people To keep him at the club How important is he To what Rangers are doing at the moment 0141 951 1025 Do yeah. you love him? Is that, is that too strong a word for you?
2: Listen the one thing about um, Morelos It's interesting because If he'd have said to me last year When they were getting offered Reported seven, eight million pounds had the same bit in the hand off him. The progress in that boy in a year has been absolutely remarkable. Uh, His all round games improved, his work rates improved, he looks fitter, he looks sharper. Uh, He's still got that temperament that you look at and you go, Oh, he can kick off at any moment. I quite like that in a younger player as well. I think as you get older, you start developing as a player, you start getting more mature, and you don't have to react to a lot of things, Gordon. And he's actually. Improved in that In some elements Over the course of the season When I've seen him walk away From things he sometimes getting embroiled But I like the fact that Stephen Gerrard's just saying To the board We cannot sell this guy he, he is a star turn And if you want to make Inroads on Celtic's uh, Dominance You must keep players yeah. Of that calibre
3: Yeah he's a top player you've got, you've got to keep hold of him He's scoring all the goals and he, He's been absolutely superb And you know Where Morelos is fortunate Is he's, he's got a manager Who was a bit feisty In his career himself He wasn't shy and putting it about He wasn't shy and getting involved And you know, he's got somebody there who who will understand some of his mindset and, and be able to manage him accordingly. And, and as Alex said, as, as he gets older, as he gets more experienced, then you know, Stephen Gerrard will help him greatly.
1: I mean, Alex, we had a lot of calls, didn't we, on, on Saturday's open line because Morelos did pick up that booking for descent, which means he misses the Dundee game. And um, but many of the Rangers fans who tweeted in were sort of saying, well, <laughs> sort of, you know, what was it tactical? Because it's actually a good thing that he misses the.
2: The Dundee, Dundee game Yeah listen It's in, it's a very interesting point Gordon Because people I I, I heard uh, some of the guys On the show on Saturday Say this as well I can talk for experience When it comes to Being volatile Being uh, dis- disciplined Not the best And it cost me Once I got on top of it And this got I was 29 at the time So if he's going to take My <laughs> my, my example uh, Then he's got a long way away But From Getting on top of this you can then kick on And become a far better player You can control your emotions And still have that aggression So but You know I don't quite subscribe to it If he loses it He'll be a lesser player If he can get on top of this Earlier than I did Then he can go The sky's the limit for the yeah, boy Scott
3: Brown's a, a, Another good example of that You yeah. know we played against Scott For a number of years When he was younger And you know he's he's running about Telling senior professionals that He's going to break their legs Etc <laughs> he, he was a maniac Scott Brown And uh, just the same example As he gets older He's matured a lot better And you know, he's now the one that's pulling people out of these situations and, and you know, he he certainly learned his lesson, but you know, just looking at his Manilus has picked that yellow card up on, on eighty six minutes, so um and it's for the as well, which is uh you know, he's maybe done it to miss that I, the I, game.
2: Someone said today that uh, i I haven't checked it. It was eleven bookings and two reds. Obviously, one got rescinded. But
1: eleven bookings and two, and two reds. So you will know, be six in the league. That's when you trigger the the suspension. Yeah, I was just out. trying to highlight that the actual number, Gordon. In terms yeah. of so what, four months into the season. Yeah. Gavin is a Rangers fan in Drumchapel. What's on your mind tonight, Gavin? Good
5: evening, guys. How you doing?
1: Good. Thanks. Uh, basically,
5: it was just a bit of, uh, the point of Gerard space that. Um, it they basically fall out with people in order to keep Morelos at the club. Um, just like I see your points about the be To my point of view you're almost wanting your your, your strike obviously your strikers you'd be wanting them not to have as good as a season. Because the second of the day, they always get a a, a call down south. And it's I just gets the same happened with the Elevics as well when the was, was the Everton that went for uh, the Elevics? just at the same time. You're almost no one your players
1: to perform to the top level Purely due to the fact That you know they're going to be gone The next season <laughs> that, that, I guess that's the life of A club in a certain place in the, yeah. the food chain as it stands Alex, Gavin Senior You want them to play well But not too well So that they uh, they don't get taken away Well I think Jelovic
2: uh, At that period I think he left in the January If my memory serves me right I think the right was on the wall I think a lot of the other players Left in that summer So Uh, I think it was different circumstances. Morelos has just signed a new extended contract. I think that's his third or fourth. And and I think when you go back to Steven Gerrard's man management, he's continuously throwing money, longer contracts at the boy. And by doing that, you then control the situation. Whereas if you're into your last 18 months or so, then you start losing. Uh, The player starts to gain the control there. But if you're Steven Gerrard, you want this guy to score time after time because by doing that, you can bridge the gap. I think it's two points at the moment to Celtic. With him in the team, you can start building the team round about him, because he's only what, he's just turned 22, so the, the actual reality is that he could be there for a few years, but I think we're on the, the land that where we realise that if there is a substantial bid, where Rangers are at as well, so again that goes back to the recruitment, which is, I have to give them credit, particularly this summer, they've rec- recruited a lot better than they did uh, when they were first in, so... Uh, You know, they will not want to lose Morelos
1: Gavin, is it not win-win though That if Morelos keeps banging in the goals It benefits Rangers In terms of where they are in the league And how they progress in various competitions Um, But as Alex says The contract situation is such that You know, they're they're protected And if that day does come then Hopefully the fee is Well, I suppose every player has their price And if a high enough offer comes in for them He
5: won't be gone Regardless, obviously Because of the, the situation there The last couple of years Money has been tight for them I know obviously
1: they've got money coming to Europe and that just now, but at the same time, every player's got a price. How important is he to you and your fellow Rangers fans at the moment, Gav? Personally, the wee man's banging in the goals, so he's
2: doing his job. It's not just that, Gav, though. When you look at his general all-round play, the boy's improving time after time, his confidence. He actually looks so much more sharper. There was times where I was watching him last year and he looked slug, you know, as if he was kind of... Toiling at times yeah, uh, I and I, But, I I, last year. but that, actually, that actually Comes down to The mental side of It For me Because when you're 21 And you know You're, you're not quite there You're kind of In and out The team wasn't doing Particularly well Whereas this team's Actually on the front foot You know Particularly Ibrox With a flying at the moment There's plenty of goals Going about and he scored, what is it, 16 and 27 So it's a, it's a hell of a return for, for the first four months
3: of the season I think, I think Gavin, my view on it is that You've, you've got to trust the process You know, Stephen Gerrard's got to coach him To get the, the absolute maximum out that he, that he gets And then, you know, the, the power sort of goes out of Gerrard's hands And into the hands of the board Whether they then sell him And then it's the, the recruitment process of replacing him You know, they've obviously brought him in For not huge sums of money But then, if he moves on you, You're going to get a huge fee for him And then you have to replace him for, for someone with less money
1: what do you think about this week coming up, Gavin? The performance at the weekend—I think Stephen Gerrard himself sort of admitting, you know, wasn't a classic performance, but nevertheless, a comfortable scoreline uh, with uh, the small matter of Villarreal round the corner. I
5: think Villarreal. I'm I'm confident with the Villarreal. but due to the last game, they're not as great as what they used to be, but at the same time, I, I don't see I don't see where it's gone. To be honest, hopefully, hopefully a, a draw. I'll, I'll settle for a draw, but if we get the win. Good stuff
1: Alex it was a Probably a, a confidence boosting Result Maybe not a confidence boosting Performance yeah. it, it, Almost before I ask you this I can tell that it's A pretty hard question To answer but How much I don't know how you quantify Levels. it How much do you have to Raise your level from What you did on Saturday For when Villarreal come
2: Well for starters Technically Villarreal are kind of Miles away with, with Livingston With the greatest respect And they, they're two different Stratospheres when it comes To financial muscle uh, they got a win at the weekend for the first time since September Villarreal, they've been on a poor run uh, I, I'm surprised at that as well Gordon Because I watched the first half I was down in Wolverhampton and I watched the first half And I thought, oof, this is going to be an absolute tonking for Rangers uh, On the evidence I've seen that day I thought, "Oh," And then when I came out at the event I was at later on that, that evening To realise that they'd actually drawn 2-2 I'm led to believe they really expressed themselves They were very tentative I, I, I think when you're at Ibrook's in a full house in a European night, it's all about tempo, playing like a Scottish style, getting in their faces and trying to uh, get them on the back foot. You know, so I think that will be the way uh, Steven Gerrard goes about his business. And yeah, Thursday
3: it's a totally different game to to what was was played. You know, at Ibrox on Saturday, Villarreal's I going to come okay. out. It's going to be a lot more tactical and certainly a lot more technical. Um, you know, Gerrard's alluded to the fact that that Livingston have just tried to spoil the game. You know, the three big centre halves have probably just tried to make it ugly, to get it long, to get Rangers mm-hmm. turned and to get them on the back foot. Hillary, I won't do that They'll come and they'll try and play And they'll try and pass through them And it's a, it's a completely different test altogether
1: Jim McLaughlin's on Twitter He's a Partick Thistle fan And he says I appreciate Alex's honesty Talking about when you were 29 That's when you eventually yeah. uh, But he says But your sending off at Fir Hill Was a classic Booked for what, a foul What
2: was his name Jim?
1: Yep And then for a you know that that universal gesture that people sometimes do to the fans what, what, cup of uh, after scoring was it a cup of the 100% year? One hundred
2: percent cup of the year. It was no kind of gesture I actually ran for the eighteen yard line to the halfway line. So I it's think quite a distance. Should, well it, particularly when I tat a pile driver again. But to be fair, they were giving me dogs <laughs> dogs abuse. So but in terms of um, uh, listen, I think I get sent off later on in that season as well. But I think I was torn a caravan at that point. So
1: uh, let you away with it on account of old age. Uh, Darren Urquhart <laughs> is on Twitter. He says in response to the conversation about Morelos he says the best striker in Scotland and their most important player no question about it
2: well i'm sure there'll be uh, some celtic fans coming on and saying about edward um similar age uh, i don't think he scored as many goals this season um but they're two totally different you know you've got a guy it's what 62 different kind of body compositions but uh, the two of them are causing all sorts of havoc if you look at um, Ed- edward's form Gordon I think is Prolific in the last What Eight or nine games Uh, Plus He's a totally different player He actually brings More people into the game As well You know in terms of uh, And I don't know if that's Because Celtic Have got more goals From the wider areas uh, That 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 Looks more apparent But The two of them Are really good talents I actually think It's it's commendable To the game We have up here That they've got young guys From different parts of the world And are making their name In Scotland
1: Was that you sitting on the fence?
2: Well, it's it's difficult to say. And the two of them are actually flying, Gordon. Actually, if he'd have said to me six or seven weeks ago, I'd have said Morelos because he was scoring goals. But now Edwards up to up the ante uh, brilliantly.
3: Yeah, move over and give me a seat in the fence beside you because I wouldn't <laughs> like to pick one either. You know, they're they're both flying. They're both young. I thought um, you
2: said Edward and, and before the. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, the Celtic fans are going to say Edward. The Rangers fans are going to say Morelos, and you know we're sat in the fence together, so it's all good. <laughs> Which you don't get
1: splinters. 0141-951-1-05 <laughs> at Clyde SSB if you're on Twitter. And we're going to hear from Lee Griffiths, a return to the team, a goal scoring return to the team. We're going to hear from him after the travel with Amber.
0: Clyde won Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Craig Beatty and Alex Ray here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Give us a call if you want to get involved. Uh, if you'd rather tweet, then we are at Clyde SSB. Uh, David's wanting a shout out for Stenhouse Muir because he says, Performance of the weekend, a shout out, please. Hammered Falkirk in the oh. big derby. Is true. That was one of the standout results. Fourth Bank. Valley. Fourth Valley Derby That's it
2: <laughs> Did you know that?
1: <laughs> no You got there in the end Alright At Clyde SSB Like I say on Twitter 01419511025 Is the phone number You need to get involved I want to get your thoughts On Lee Griffiths Please So give us a call He says He's had to battle Through hard times To get back to full fitness And into the Celtic squad Remember he hadn't featured Since the start of October He came back at the weekend And scored And he says There was a number of reasons Including his weight Illness And and calf problems.
6: It's always nice to be back in the pitch. You know, it's been a frustrating five, six weeks for me. I tried to build, build my fitness up to, to full fitness, so you know, to come back and, and score like that it was great. It was dark. It was dark times. A lot of frustration going on in it, but. You know, you just have to go, it, You have to do your rehab properly. It didn't help that I was ill for ten days, and then obviously that that took about my my recovery time. So, but it was good to be to be back on the pitch, and hopefully I'm fine on all cylinders. Was that a calf problem again? Aye, um, just that slight one. It's not as bad as what it's been before, obviously. But with being ill as well, it didn't help. You
7: get to avoid your calf problems. You
6: had a few of them. Aye, listen, it's, these things happen. You know, it, it was it wasn't the same area as what I've had before. It was a different area, so you know, hopefully it was just a, a minor injury. And, you know, we can move forward. You
8: mentioned those those dark times. Is this? go make it even
6: more sweeter the fact that you came in straight away and made an instant impact yeah that's what you want to do obviously I managed to put my side and say look go on for 20 minutes and you know go on and, and do what you can you know I, I think it was actually my first touch at I scored with so I was on the park for 5-6 minutes before um, before I touched the ball and I think I was standing at the for, outside the pits 5-6 minutes as so. well um, but now, nah, listen it's always nice to come back by going and you know, it's an important three points, and you know we're nearly thought forward to Thursday now. You know, speaking with the the management and the, the sports science staff, that there was no secret. I was a bit, you know, a bit heavier looking. And um, but you know, over the the course of the six weeks, you know, I've managed to drop a lot of weight and feeling a lot, a lot sharper. Hopefully, you know, I can I can continue by working hard in the training pitch. You know, and when I get my chance, I can I can take it.
1: Almost a very Lee Griffiths thing to do, Alex, to be yes. out for so long. He, he talks himself about dark times, and then to come in and and just score with his first touch. He's always sort of just been at his happiest when he's there and banging goals in.
2: Yeah, that, that Gordon. I was actually writing down some of his quotes there. He was obviously talking about his, his calf issues. He said that for a while now. It's a different area. Um, it's, it's actually concerning because I, I didn't have any issues with calf over the problem, but people who did it seemed to reoccur quite often. So that's obviously the first thing he spoke about. That times I've been there many times. I've cruciate injuries and things, so I, I totally identify when you're going through a really tough period. The interesting thing for me was the weight issue. It was obviously stuff doing the rounds at the time. Uh whether we weren't quite sure. You'd obviously heard that throughout various sources. And and now he's uh, clarified that. And the interesting thing for me is that the timing of when the you know, what is it, four or five weeks, six 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 or seven weeks ago yeah. when it when it when it all started, we're kinda well into the season. was a lot of European games, a lot of league action. Training and everything, and he was, you know, he's obviously saying that he's carrying some weight there. For the life of me, I can't understand a boy who's training day after day, playing uh, with with the first team, uh, can be carrying weight. So they've obviously recognised that as a sports science team and the management team, and they've decided to withdraw him from the Scotland squad to try and get him up to speed. And then there's a reaction to the calf, it's been a combination. But you're absolutely right in what you say the perfect way for League Griffiths to get back. Doing what he does best is to score goals. You see his happiness. He's on. It was his first touch, and he's rifled it into the far corner. And uh, he'll be looking to the, now kick on because, for Celtic's point of view, if anything happened to Edward then you'll be looking to Griffiths to be the man to step right into the breach. Mm. But he has to be physically and mentally right for that. Gordon,
1: Celtic fans, what did you make of Lee Griffiths' return? And could he even play his way into the cup final team of the weekend? I know he doesn't have long, but you never know. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Craig, having played under. Brendan Rogers before How will How will he have handled A player who's experiencing Dark times In his own His own words
3: Yeah I think first of all I think it's a brave interview I think it's a very honest interview You know he's He's picked up his illness And he's picked up the calf And, um, and he's come out And he's and he's labelled it As being dark times So it looks like he's been By his own accord Sort of struggling mentally um, He's admitted that he's been Struggling physically And he's been carrying weight Um you know, I'm pleased that he's come on and he's got a goal there on the weekend. And the one thing that Lee's got in his favour, he's got a manager that will back him to the hilt. I think he's already done so. I think he would have been instrumental in pulling him at the Scotland squad to look after him. Um, and Brendan will, you know, he'll have the right balance of when he needs a, a rocket, when he needs, you know, told no in certain terms, get the weight off, you get your finger out, sort your attitude out, and, and when he needs an arm round the shoulder and, and when he needs encouraged um, along and. You no, know, Brendan, Brendan will back him all the way And, and only Brendan will know how to manage is, him is,
1: is, Think back to your time with him at Swansea is, is that how he goes about it? Give us a bit of an insight into that managerial style Because we always talk about man management, don't we? And, and how you handle certain situations
3: Yeah, again I think everybody's different And, and for me, Brendan had it to a T um, He was probably fortunate at Swansea Where we had a really, really good group of lads um, you know, that, that was sort of from a few years before I got there And that just continued So there wasn't a lot to, to have to manage about that group because the, the lads were they were all already, you know, we were on the ball. We were, we were good and he came in and I think that, that sort of showed the fact that we went on, we we got promotion. Um but what what he is good at is that he knows who needs a rocket and he knows who needs an arm.
2: It's about getting our balance going. I was just gonna say there that uh, Craig spoke about in terms of he he does back his players. The clubs backed him as well, they've just given them a a a long term contract as well, and they'll be looking for him to be that model professional Not to carry weight And to get the best out of him Because it's important For the group And you've just touched upon it There at Swansea I think it's important For Lee to recognise That you know They'll get support But there'll come a point That he has to then Start delivering as well And, 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 and buy into What the manager And, and the, the medical team. saying Yeah
3: listen From from here on in he, He's he got to take charge Of his own body He's got to take charge of his, own, of, his, of his career From now on in Because You will only get So many chances Especially a club like that As you well yeah. know It's you know that they've got money at their disposal. They've got, you know, numerous players that could go out and sign. So if he doesn't now act on the support and the advice that he's been given, they will move him on. So you know, the the ball's in his court.
1: Alec is a Celtic fan on the line. What did you make of Lee Griffiths' comeback, Alec?
9: Obviously, it was, uh, it, was it was great when he came on and got the goal. That was a bonus. But just to see him coming on, on the pitch and getting some game time, uh, when you go to when you go to free kick, you know you were like, you know. <laughs> Just leaves luck at the, Let's hit the back of the net. But it was a good, a good enough strike. Uh, he looks fit. He looks confident. And in these of the games that's coming up, we're going to need all our big players. And we were a wee bit light in the strike force. We're just having a uh, Odson coming in, and new, new have we'll got two. Mm. So between the two of them, you know, Brendan can can start to to give one a rest when need be. And, and get the other one Game
1: time Yeah I suppose Alec On a footballing sense Maybe Griffith's absence Hasn't quite been felt yet Because Edward has been In such good form But that can't continue forever And he also needs someone To be pushing him To, to bring the best out in him So I suppose in that regard It's good to have to, to have Lee Griffiths back We always hear about competition For places and so on Yeah you're 100% right um, James Forrest and, and Scott Sinclair. I, the- <laughs> <laughs> I was just thrown out there And see whatever one of you Alex wanted to reply
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump in Can there. You go, helper. Uh, my dad's Alex, so I'll jump in here. Um, now, listen. that Forest and, and Sinclair and, and Edward have sort of stepped up to the plate when uh, when Griff's been missing, um, but n- now he's back and you know he, he's nicked a goal on the weekend and he's certainly not lacking any confidence. I know if you if you follow his social media, he had he returned to the mic, blasting out on his <laughs> on the car On the way home, so he, he's certainly full of confidence already. <laughs> oh my god! Did not even know he was doing that? But uh, listen,
2: I think from from his point of view, he's, he's right. Me says Ale, he needs to you need to have both. There may be times that, you know You look at Steven Gerrard resting Morellas at the weekend It may be a case that Edward may well need rested from time to time Because I think it's something along the lines of uh, What is it, Thirty next 30 days there's 10 games So I think you're going to need everyone I think that was one of the things that uh, Steven Gerrard did at the weekend as well By actually putting on Lafferty I think that's exactly what Celtic will be looking to do as well Alec, Please. on the
1: line, the other Alec You yes. want to come back in?
9: Yeah. Last season, when we had Odson on loan, Dembele and Griffiths was there, so Edward was, was the third-choice striker. All of a sudden, the boy was like, Dembele left, uh, Griffiths has had these injury issues, and then Odson has had to take the weight of the club on his shoulders, and for a very young man, you know, for him to do that and, and to, to put the pressure aside, I think he's done remarkably well in his short space
3: Space of time That you know This season Yeah t- Again I agree with you He's a young lad And there's a huge price tag That's kind of Celtic have smashed Their own transfer record To bring the guy there And um, he's, he's had a sort of Run at it last season um, A little bit of an education and, and Brendan's obviously Liked what he's seen In order for him To pay that, that fee um, But you know what He's he's not a young Young player anymore You know he's what 22 or something So it is, he has got to, to Sort of step up and, and he has done so To his credit
1: Okay, thank you to Alec in Parkhead. It's 0141 951 1025 on the phones. If you would rather tweet us then we are at Clyde SSB. It's Craig Beatty and Alex Ray with me tonight. I can see the tweets worrying about Hugh Keevans. Don't worry, he's fine. He's just in Brighton I think on his holidays. So he's on his way back. He'll be on a train somewhere. I would say that he'll be tuned in but I don't think the Nokia can, can do that sort of thing. <laughs> and so I think yeah. we're safe
2: I think the only thing you will be tuned in Is a glass of red wine
1: Very possible At least they won't have A today's phone charger <laughs> It's been charged up <laughs> Since March I think It's not <laughs> gone out of charge yet Okay uh, Chris is a Celtic fan From Mount Florida he wants to talk about Alfredo Morelos Hi Chris Hi there How you doing What's in a Peter
10: show On six o'clock Not as I've heard For the past half an hour It sounds great This Alfredo
1: Morelos is Well the last ten minutes We've been talking about Lee Griffiths So I'm not really sure How that works out But carry on anyway
10: Aye, listen. And can you tell me, do you think that he began the Celtic team?
1: Oh, good question. Wait, the do starting eleven. It? Do you mean the starting eleven, Chris, or, or the squad? Aye, Aye no. Which so, one?
10: All right, I'll be kind to him and say the squad.
3: Yeah, so, absolutely. Listen, honestly, honestly
10: did you think he'd get a game before French Eddie or Lee Griffiths?
3: There's, there's no question he gets in the squad. Um, you know, we were asked earlier on, who do we thinks? the Best at the minute, and I I think the Rangers fans are going to say Morelos I think the Celtic fans are going to say Edward. So, I think myself and Alex have have both agreed that they were sort of sat in the fence. Um, If they were both in the same team, it would be a nice problem to have to to pick, and they would certainly push each other. Would they be in the team in front of Griffiths at the minute? Absolutely, for the the reasons that we've just discussed. That's
10: great, that's fantastic. Chris, Chris, can I
2: ask Chris, see if you combine Lee Griffiths and Edward's goals? Right Morelos is only two goals behind the both of them So hey. No that's a fact Well so, oh, that's yeah. a fantastic statement you make That's great Well no it's a yeah. fact I'm not making
1: a statement I'm telling you it's a matter of fact well, I mean Griffiths has been out injured for a long time So I'm, i not know He's probably still getting
2: more goals than the,
10: than Mar- What's it? I just don't think the guy Be getting that healthy team at all Really Honestly
1: yeah but listen Maybe he wouldn't I, I, I don't know for sure he, he, Would you So you wouldn't even give him A place in the squad Chris Is that what you're saying No I wouldn't give him A seat in the bench The mm-hmm. only thing the guys Always says don't think the guy Could take water If he fell off a boat he this way I'm not sure about Chris, Hopeless
10: Chris. And, Chris That's a bit
0: of a Chris, stretch was,
2: Is, is was, it not Chris the thing is It's important to come on And actually put your point And I think it's important That we all listen To everyone's opinion But to suggest that the boy Wouldn't be near The Celtic squad Is absolutely ridiculous and uh, A Colombian international wouldn't go on the bench. Well, listen, it's, even if you just take his goals at uh, 16, the boys, it's 16 goals in 27 games, and yet he can't even go on the bench for Celtic. I think that's a, a stretch too far, even for you, Chris.
10: But well, I, I remember a point in time where he'd never read in goal season. Am I right in
1: saying that? <laughs> Well, well yeah on, on day one of the season When he got sent off Yeah he would have had One red card and no goals I guess But no, he'd have
2: scored goals In Europe wouldn't he
1: he's got f- I mean he's got four goals In Europe this season Chris So I get I know there's that thing That he, d- he hasn't done it Against Celtic yet Fair enough But you know it's, it's not But there's a bit more to it than that He has scored four in Europe Already this season Okay But who's
10: the Who's the Playing in Europe I mean The only Span- Is he part we uh, Well you get
1: two against Rapid, Rapid and, Vienna Yeah, man,
10: it's, he See before they played Rapid Vienna And probably Real Mhm and um, Spartak
1: like Moscow, yeah. Oh, I'll come on who they played. Yeah, but you got come I know on. that, but you get two. You get two against Rapid Vienna. I know, I
3: know. Chris, I've got a question That's for cool. you. If Marellas is that hopeless, how come Rangers are only two points behind Celtic in the league? Um, I don't think
10: it's goal.
3: It's not been. No, I
10: don't think
1: so.
3: Well, I think it's
1: uh, it's played a part But that's fine I have no problem with uh, the sharing of opinions 0141 If you want to share yours uh, If you would rather do Twitter Then we are at Clyde SSB Brendan Lally says One of my mates just spotted Hugh on the train North of Carlisle. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, it probably is true that. I'm looking at the time It might well be it, yeah, We'll
2: be timing it so that the show finishes I have to go and pick him up And take him at Bear's Day
1: <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and it, it's taking a real... Bad turn on Twitter Because John McElvaney Says that he saw Some footage of Old Shug On <laughs> Brighton Nudist Beach <laughs> Looking absolutely Freezing As long as he's happy That's the main thing I think we better Move on and get To the travel with Amber
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets Results every week Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Craig Beatty and Alex Ray, here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Two ways for you to get in touch on Twitter at Clyde SSB, or of course you can give us a call and join the debate on the line as well. That's exactly what Jamie, uh, who's a Celtic fan from Alowa, has done. What's your point tonight, Jamie?
11: Hi, panel. How you doing? Good,
1: Good, thanks, Jamie. Jamie. What's on your mind? Uh,
11: so I'm just listening to the show, guys. Uh, and you are kind of talking about the the, kind of the the difference between the two strikers, Ray Morelos and Edward, mm-hmm. uh, both are good strikers in my opinion. But when you when you take what, what's been said earlier on in the show about each striker kind of taking the weight of their club, if you like, uh, when when you compare the two of them in that regard, then it's it's Edward that, that for me personally is the clearly better striker. Yes, he's maybe not scored as much goals, but he, he's showing a more
10: maturity.
11: He, he's handling the situation a lot better when you compare it to Morelos. He constantly getting sent off, constantly getting booked. Yes, can bang goals in. Nobody, I'm not, I, nobody's going to doubt that, but just my personal opinion when you're comparing the two strikers, Edward's far the better striker just the way he's handling it all, he's maturity about it, and obviously he is banging the goals in his well just now. I was just
3: wondering What the panel saw like that yeah, Jimmy Morella's been sent off twice One of them's been rescinded um, We know he plays in the edge He's the type of player That has to play in the edge A little bit like I'm not comparing their ability But Suarez down at Liverpool who, who Gerard knows And who he's worked with um, yep. Where I'm a little bit Sort of miffed Is that sort um, of This is central And west central Scotland For us like, Can we not just enjoy That there's, there's two players On top form at the minute um, One place for Rangers One place for Celtic There's does it always have to be this comparison? Who's the best? He would get in our team. He wouldn't get in our team. You know, can you not just enjoy that the fact that there's two top players, two top talents in the country?
11: I, I, I said I said at the start of yeah. the game, we have got two good strikers. Yep. I'm not denying that, but I think we all know you're you're always going to get this. But Avanta, he's a better striker. No, he that's always that's unfortunately if you support either of the old fella, that that's going to happen.
3: You know, you you take me realizes goals out the Rangers team as well, and you know. They certainly wouldn't be where they are So there's an element of he, He's sort of carrying Rangers As well as Edward's carrying Celtic And, that, and that's true
11: And I think that comes out
3: Well then
1: no. But to be fair though You've probably got a situation Where there are More Celtic attackers Also contributing Whereas I think Marilis has made it clear Alex over the last couple of weeks That he is He is Rangers Main man Pretty much I don't think you yeah. can doubt that Whereas the way Celtic have been playing recently You could go on all day about it You know Is it Edward? Is it Christie, is it Forrest, Is it you know Roggett, charm, whatever? Whereas I think Stephen Gerrard basically spoke about it at the weekend that Rangers just weren't at it until Morelos came on.
2: I think I think that's the the listen. Obviously, what colour aspects you're wearing in terms of your opinion on this this subject. In terms of what Morelos brings to Rangers, he is bringing goals. He's bringing uh, a level of performance that I haven't seen last year. I had I didn't see this consistency. So again, it's a young boy, and it's interesting with Jamie kind of touches upon he was mentioning his discipline and I think it's evident for everyone to see that Morelos always plays on the edge whereas I don't quite get that same um, perspective when I look at uh, Edward so they're, they're different characters in, in that sense I th- I think you made a good point there Gordon in terms of uh, the goals being quite kind of across the board when it comes to Celtic the front line are prolific at the moment I think Christie's got 3-6 and, six and uh, James Forrest, I think, is twelve and twelve, something like that. It's, you know, the scoring goals from all over the place at the moment, and uh, I think uh, let's put it this way: I think, I think, if you both, if one of them went out the team, I think Rangers would miss Morelos more. That's what I, I think. Mm. That would be a fact.
1: How much does Alfredo Morelos need to score against Celtic for this? Conversation to, to move on a bit Because it's the one stick yeah. That's still used to beat him with
2: Yeah well It was the same with, with Chris Boyd for years But it's one of the things That's fascinating because You always be gazed there Because they're the yardstick Celtic are the champions And you have to score against the champions To try and over, overhaul them See the goals that you score against Like your Livingstons Your Hamiltons And and all the other teams They're equally as important Purely for the point of view As Stephen Gerrard says At the weekend It wasn't that great But it's a big three points for us so the, it's it's all relevant, but the quicker he gets that goal against Celtic Gordon the better it will be for him purely for the point of view as that puts that to bed. The amount of chances he got last year against Celtic and I I have to say when you look at it, compare the both where Rangers are now to where they were last year, if he can get in their positions, I feel as if he's better equipped now purely for the point of view as every time he gets in front of goals you think he's going to score. And that's evident when you look at his goal ratio.
1: What about and by the way, it's funny how things just sort of take off. It was just one tweet, and now we're, we are really comparing the two. Didn't necessarily mean to sit out that way. What about Edwards' part in Celtic's opener at the weekend? Um, I remember in particular when he came short from the corner kick. Ah, oh, was um, I mean, yes. that, is is that what he brings? Because obviously, we always talk about goal scoring. Of course, it's hugely yeah. important, but sometimes a bit more to it than just comparing numbers.
2: Yeah, well, I actually think the two of them are actually developing quite well, Gordon. If you look at uh, Edward early part of the season, I think with the two goals in his first twelve, people think, whoa, they were expecting a bit more." He's actually firing now, so that's the goal side of things. Edward is actually learning. For me, uh, when you look at Dembele last year, similar age, he led the line a lot better. He had a lot more physical presence, but I think Edward has grown as the seasons uh, gone under, uh, gone on rather, and when you see that the the back heel the actual training ground it was perfect the layoff, off everything clicked for for the Christie goal but I see Edward and 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 I like a lot of his attributes he, he he bustles people out the way he physically bullies people he brings people into play and he can also drive past people and get in the box and you've seen his goals uh, since he's came to Scotland he's got a different all different variation so listen mm. the, the, the two boys I've got uh, plenty of quality going forward. and remember
3: well, they they're both a work in progress as well yeah you know, when you spend like Norring spent what £12 million on, on Tory Andrew Flo £6 million for John Artson at Celtic And, and they, were, they were seasoned pros at that point So they know the game Now they've got two young lads that are, that are learning their trade and, and they're learning every week
1: John is on the line, thank you to Jamie John is a Hibs fan from Dalkeith What's your point tonight, John? Uh,
12: good evening, panel First of all, another fantastic night It makes my journey from Glasgow to Edinburgh daily A lot more pleasurable So oh, The traffic on
1: that road, John, is not good, is it? Uh,
12: need no, somebody to keep you company. Going. It's good to listen to you, lad <laughs> <laughs> Good
1: man. What's your point uh, tonight?
12: My 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 point is about uh, what I think is, is football's forgotten man, Scott Allen. Mm. Uh, obviously, I'm a season ticket holder. Last year was fantastic with a great midfield. Unfortunately, we lost uh, John McGinn and Dylan McGeoch A lot of people forget that we lost McGeech uh, out of that team, but we also lost Scott Allen. Now, I see on social media at the weekend, Scott Allen was away taking his wee one for a haircut whilst Celtic were playing. And I just think it's an absolute total waste of a fantastic football talent that is not playing for a Scottish football team. I just wondered if anybody has any thoughts on that, particularly given Ryan Christie wasn't in the Celtic team and has now been rightly praised for his performances for Scotland and Celtic. Mm. And I think Scott Allen is up there with him. Uh, talent wise, I don't know if it's an attitude problem. Uh but he seemed to play he always seems to play pretty well for Neil Lennon. Uh and I just wondered what the panel thought of
3: that. Yeah, John, there's, there's no question Scott Allen's got a he's got ability. Um and, and I'm sure Alex will agree with me here that that's probably about ten percent of what you need to become a football player. Um he's obviously got to move to, to Celtic and he's had what three loan deals since then. Uh Wilderum Dundee and Hibs he's been at. Um <laughs> Scott Allen would probably be better suited to, to answer your question in full But You know there, there must be There's something going on Um, If he's out taking his kids for, for a haircut or, or whatever it may be In a Saturday afternoon Rather than being involved in a match day squad and, and preparing for a game Then there's certainly something wrong And You know Even when you're not involved in squads My experience is that you go along And you support the lads So um, I don't know what's going on be- Behind the scenes But you know Scott Allen won't be happy And, and he certainly needs to, to Up his ideals. I,
2: I, I worked with uh, Scott Allen I was part of the, the Scout Network at MK Dons Under Carl Robinson When, when we, we brought Scott Allen uh, He's obviously chosen To go to Celtic It hasn't worked for him He went up to Dundee The early part of last season And then Played a big big part For you guys John uh, At the second part I actually think it's tragic When you see a player Like that uh, You know Scotty, not playing you, eight. eight. Point, John, know, John he's played John 88 league starts And he's 26 So at some stage Scott Allen has to find a fit for him Now the problem he has at the moment is be on a very good salary at Celtic
1: I was going to ask that is, is that the problem? Because when you get a big move To Celtic or yep. Rangers in this country That can be a fantastic opportunity Look at Ryan yes. Christie it, it didn't come easy It didn't come straight away But look at him now And he's in the first team And he's flying and he's playing for his country does the problem come though when you get given that big contract? If there does become an opportunity to move, invariably the clubs that are going to offer you a contract cannot compete with that, and then you have a serious decision to make. It's easy for us to say, "Oh, you would just leave and you would you would go and play football," but you, you could genuinely be talking, I don't know, a, a quarter of the wage, a fifth of the of the wage that, well, that you're well, on. Well, well, if you look Celtic. at
2: if you look at Hibbs last year and Dundee, I would suggest that maybe maybe playing paying a quarter. Of the salary Maybe 30-40% At the very best Now the problem is The boy's not going to leave Celtic To take A five or six grand hit To join a Hibs Or a, a or another team Similar size So he's caught in limbo At the moment And he's, his actual career Stalled He needs to get back out Playing uh, Listen it's, it's in Celtic's interest as well So I don't know whether They're playing hardball mm. And saying Listen you need to go We'll give you a small payoff But come January He needs to get out Join mm. For a guy of his quality We want to see guys Like in the league
1: Good point made by John and Dale Keith We're going to have to leave it there It's time for this
0: Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday
1: It is time for Beat the Pundit Craig BT and Alex Ray are both standing by And if you want to take them on tonight Pick up the phone right now 01419511025 Do it quick because you only have until the news At 7 o'clock If you fancy tonight's Beat the
0: Pundit Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results For Scottish accident And injury victims For 40 years
1: Craig Beatty and Alex Ray Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We've been looking back On a busy weekend In Scottish football It was a cracking fixture card On Saturday Six games We looked back At Celtic's win Against Hamilton And Rangers against Livingston Lots more coming up Though so get in touch And we'll get to that After we play this
0: Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday And Saturday
1: It is indeed time for Beat the Pundit Alex Ray and Craig Beattie are here Remind me Craig, we don't get the pleasure of your company too often What's your your record? I'm unbeaten Played 1-1-1 2-0 2-0 100% <laughs> that is, That's the boxing fan coming out 2-0 oh. That's oh. how they describe it in, in combat sports Rather than Beat the Pundit Doesn't get that feisty on here honestly Marcus is in Denison Fancy this tonight Marcus?
13: I'm not bad I'm not bad Good
1: stuff now Marcus okay. uh, Just for getting on You've actually already won yourself A pair of tickets To a Legends of Scottish football event With Danny McGrain, yes. Davey Hay And Frank McIvenny On Monday the 7th You're of January joking. At Glasgow's <laughs> Royal Excellent. Concert Hall There you are We're going to do that all week It would have been nice If I'd mentioned that a bit earlier But I forgot That's the truth It's alright to be honest There you are You've won it So we're going to do that all week And don't worry We'll get Rangers 1 sorted In the coming weeks as well yes. Good Christmas yes. present that You'll be happy So even if you don't Win, beat the pundit. You've won the tickets, nevertheless. But it would be nice to I'm get sorry. A can I go now? <laughs> nah, no, you cannot. You've committed to this. You're stuck. Uh, heads. It's going to be Craig BT. Tails. It's Alex Ray. And it is heads. Oh, he's
2: went yes. Bring it on. <laughs> what is it they say? Someone's always got Somebody's to, go. Always got to go.
1: Marcus up against Craig. Let me give uh, Craig some Clyde 2 in his ear. Yep. So they can't hear what we are saying, and we'll get your clock ready, Marcus. It's thirty seconds. You're going head to head. Remember. The secret is You can pass Here's your chance To beat the pundit Are you ready? Yeah mm. Which English club Did Louis Moult Join after leaving Motherwell? Preston Which current Championship side Knocked Rangers out Of the 2012-13 Challenge Cup? Uh, Aston Villa Who scored an own goal In Celtic's 3-0 win Against Hamilton? Uh, sorry Repeat that again Who scored an own goal In Celtic's 3-0 win Against Hamilton? Oh, pass. pass Which town Did Wraith Rovers play in? Uh, Which St Mirren player scored a double In the win against Hearts at the weekend? I don't know Uh, Who won the 1991 Scottish Cup? Um, Rangers Okay Let me bring Craig back Craig are you with us? Yeah I got you Yeah right. Same set of questions to you You Ready? Yep (sighs) Which English club did Louis Moult join After leaving Motherwell? Forest which current championship side knocked out Rangers in the 2012-13 Challenge Cup? Wraith Rovers Who scored an own goal in Celtic's 3-0 win against Hamilton? Pass Which town do Wraith Rovers play in? Kirkcaldy Which St Mirren player scored a double in the win over Hearts? Hamill Who won the 1991 Scottish Cup? Celtic Which East Coast team are currently top of Scottish League One? <laughs> Quick! These five Time's up how do you think it went Marcus? Uh, I don't know I don't know You've got the tickets anyway But let's see if we can get you a win On Beat the Pundit First question Which English club did Louis Moult join After leaving Motherwell? It was Preston North End You got it Marcus Craig didn't <laughs> 1-0 which current championship side Knocked out Rangers In the 2012-13 Challenge Cup Marcus See if I was harsh I've docked you points For thinking that Aston Villa played In the Scottish Challenge Cup I'm sorry, anyway, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The pressure was on no. you Don't worry Listen Craig didn't no, get it either no. So you're still 1-0 up Who scored an own goal In Celtic's win against Hamilton Can you remember his name Alex No Scott Martin Remember but Who was the championship club Was it Alan? Oh Queen of the South Queen Sorry South. sorry, Queen of the South uh, Scott Martin scored the own goal For Hamilton So it's still 1-0 To Marcus Not a, not a classic start <laughs> I must say Question 4 Which town do Wraith Rovers play in It is Kirkcaldy A relatively easy one um, But you both got it So still 1-up To Marcus Craig equalised Finally On question 5 Which St Mirren player Scored a double In the win against Hearts It was Adam Hamill uh, number 7 Who won the 1991 Scottish Cup? Jambos Nope Aberdeen Nope Rangers We could be here all night It was Motherwell None of you got that one right So it's still <laughs> 2 all. On to the last question So it all comes down to this Marcus Because you didn't get this far And Craig did If he gets it right He wins If not We're going to a tie break Which East Coast team Are currently Top Of Scottish League 1? Craig said he's 5 The answer is Our broth. Brof- so we are going to go to the tiebreaker And in an unprecedented move oh, look, he's, 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 I'm going to change this tiebreaker <laughs> <laughs> Because oh, I think and I'll, I'll explain my thinking I might be wrong But I think this has got a drastic advantage To Craig Beatty. this question And I don't think we can have it In the interests of fairness mm. So I'm going to think on my feet And that's why I'm still talking at the moment Just yes. to try and uh, pad To try and come up with another question Because uh, I think this would be unfair I think Craig would nail this I might be wrong though I'm just trying to figure out Where you were at this point In your career
3: What what, one of my 19 clubs was that
1: Yeah exactly
3: Marcus I hope you win here Because he's changing the question Yeah
1: exactly Right so Marcus I'm going to read the question out I'm then going to Invite Craig to write His answer down And I'll then tell you To give me your attempt Alright How many points Does St Johnston have in the Premiership, write it down quickly so you don't have time to look at anything that's nearby. I don't Again, think we've sorry, got time. How many points do St Johnson have in the Premiership? Craig, show me your answer quickly. Okay, Marcus, what's your attempt? Uh, 24. How many? 24. Marcus says twenty four. Craig says twenty one. Marcus has nailed it right on the <laughs> nose. Twenty four. <laughs> yeah, you you've got to take your hat off and well done, Marcus. Not only do you beat the pundit, you've got the signed ball, you've got the two tickets uh, to the Legends of Scottish Football event with Danny McGrain, Davy Hay, and Frank MacAvaney on Monday, the seventh of January at Glasgow's Royal Concert Hall. Sound good? Uh, I, I just uh, just to say, uh, Neil, what Craig. Well done <laughs> Marcus Well done mate.
3: Marcus he's absolutely devastated. He's he looked, unbeaten over I, I just he... want to know What the question Was supposed to be
1: What year were you at Harps? 12 It was in what year Did Auchinleck get through To face Hearts In the Scottish Cup So I thought It would, it would be unfair Well
3: oh, absolutely I think that was the only round I ever scored then to me <laughs> <laughs> Had to get
1: You that in do that, Marcus can
3: You can know the same round <laughs>
1: Right, remember folks All week Just for getting through To play Beat the Pundit You can win yourself Tickets to that event It's at the Concert Hall On the 7th of January Danny McGrain Debbie Hay And Frank McIvenny Ideal just in time for Christmas You can still go out And buy the tickets of course And there is a similar Event for Rangers fans Coming up We'll get to that In a couple of weeks time So there we go I'm glad I changed that you, you, Did you play that game Against Hawken Like? No I wasn't there at that point Oh you weren't no, there never, at that never,
3: point? No I never went to I left Swansea Went up there in, Just after the window shut In January Ah so they played just
1: before that In fact it would have been weeks before that Would it not? January this stage of the cup coming yeah, up Yeah, There we go Okay 0141 951 To get involved In tonight's discussion Let's Take A bit of a look Ahead to the League Cup final I mean it's only Monday And both Celtic and Rangers Are playing in Europe Before then So let's not Look too far ahead But What impact does a result Like Aberdeen's At the weekend Have Going forward I mean I think it's fairly obvious to say They would have liked to have gone into the League Cup final on the back of a win Not only did they not win I mean They got well beaten 3-0 at Motherwell How does that impact them going forward this week?
2: Uh, it's a body blow for Derek McKinnon's preparations Gordon Purely for the point They they were on the back of three straight wins uh, And they would have been going there full of confidence Looking to capitalise on that And go into the final Just put their tactics and concentrate and all that But now they have to focus on Putting a defeat behind them It may well uh, Derek McInnes may well be thinking, right, okay, they have to mix this up a little bit, try and get some sort of response. And uh, but like you said, it was uh, comprehensive. They had a couple of chances Aberdeen uh, at crucial stages and just didn't even hit the target, which was poor from that point of view. They, they don't look to me as if they've got a lot of goals Throughout their team. The boy Wilson's been extremely disappointing. Stevie May's been disappointing. Uh, you know, but so we'll be looking for guys like Ferguson and that to make an impact and again. Mackay Stephen could be crucial uh, So these are guys That are going to have to be At the top of their game To get anything against Celtic Is but it
1: is as simple as Denting the confidence Or does it in fact Perhaps give you the Kick up the backside You might need
3: um, I, th- I think they were well And truly beat But I think what We're denting McInnes, will take A wee bit out of it Is that the the goals That they lost Were horrendous And there were mistakes The first one was a, An outrageous square pass To, to one centre half Which was cut out and, and Johnson's gone on And finished really really well the third one, the Aberdeen defenders kicked it off his own player and kept it alive in the box, and again a really good finish. So it's not like the goals that they lost; they were cut open and, and you know they, they were torn to shreds. There were there were mistakes. Um, So Derek will be more hopeful than anything That they can rectify that And and get back on track
1: Any Aberdeen or Motherwell fans out there Who want to discuss that game Now's your time 01419511025 Derek McInnes admits they were well beaten He doesn't think that it will impact the League Cup final And he says the level of performance Will have to be far greater at Hamden
14: Total contrast to how we've been about it We've been very pleased with how we've been performing In terms of getting results Showing real resilience Getting plenty of clean sheets Restricting opponents to very few opportunities But I thought today... We uh, were well beaten all over the pitch You know, Two of the three goals are calamitous really You know, From our corner kick To then ten seconds later be picking the ball out of our net Next week will be something similar In terms of the level of performance We'll need to be far greater the, the game itself will demand that Normally the bigger the game The bigger the performance And hopefully the bigger the game Next week will bring the best out of my players um, It's an important week I think we've got to be honest and, and look at this I think it's important we don't dwell on it too much And we, we concentrate on what could be a fantastic uh, outcome next Sunday. We've got to go there with the belief that we can get a result. And I think that uh, that for this week in in itself, um, it's important that we all knuckle down and prepare as properly as we can to bring a performance that's going to be needed. Did the cup final contribute to this? Don't know. know, I wouldn't have thought so. There was enough reference to it um, about we we can't have an eye on next week and and think we can beat our best and get a result today.
1: Now Derek McInnes and Aberdeen Are going to have to bounce back From a disappointment That's exactly what Motherwell did Remember a 7-1 hammering Before the break at Rangers The Motherwell boss says Danny Johnson put his best performance For the club yet And says there's more to come From youngster David Turnbull
15: yeah it was a good performance a good reaction to what happened a couple of weeks ago at Ibrox so you know it takes strong characters to do that and you know so very impressed with them today they, they said about their task I thought we were really well organised we were physical when we needed to be physical but I thought we showed a heck of a lot of quality that of course you guys won't write about but we did we we showed a lot of quality um, for some super super performances for some of the younger players and the older experienced ones as well we've worked with Danny we brought him up we, we knew what Danny was he's a goal scorer at lower levels could we improve his overall game and I think you can see that already he's starting to improve as we do at this football club, you know, we don't have the luxury of spending nine million pound on players or two million pound on fullbacks and things. We get kids from non league, we get players who aren't playing in league two and we develop our own young boys. That's our strategy. So you need good coaches, but you also need players that buy into that and want to learn and Danny's one of those and I have to give him credit. I believe he can get better. His general overall plays really improved, and I thought was his best performance so far.
12: So, Turnbull as well, because he could easily have snatched at that.
15: One. You, you won't, you won't fluster David. Um, I'm not sure an earthquake will flustered David. He's the most calm and relaxed boy about. And you know, again, we manage him. We need to manage him. We're trying to get him to get ninety minutes of that intensity. Same with Alan Campbell. You know, he's he's had a hard, hard summer. So listen, we're really pleased with David. I still think there's a lot more to come from. Him.
1: 0141, 951, 1025. It's always the case Sometimes when you, when you get A surprising result Alex You go for The criticism of the So called big team and, and you perhaps forget The other side of it Stephen Robinson will be delighted At the way his team Went about their business I
2: think uh, He would looking for some Sort of response uh, On the back of a couple of wins They get demolished At uh, Ibrooks And uh, it's a perfect response For him As I said to you The I like the boy Turnbull We were just talking During the break there I like his qualities You know But the bigger man has Started to kind of Good deliveries as well the boy Danny Johnson, uh, I said in the show on Saturday, where he's gone, I was surprised because at the start of the season I felt as if he looked as if he could be a really big player this year. He's tended to go with Maine and, and Bowman, but this obviously getting a brace at the weekend. He may well have found a partnership with Curtis Main but Mother will need to try and go on a little run now and try and kind of start kind of making an impact uh, up the way uh, because obviously we submitting one at the weekend as well. It starts kind of getting a bit closer, so you know I think uh, Stephen Robinson would be absolutely delighted. To beat a team like
3: Aberdeen The manner in which they did Yeah I think he's given us a little insight Into how difficult it is Managing a club like Motherwell as well And they've, they've not got a huge budget and He alluded to the fact here That he's, he's signing players From from non-league or League 2 and, and having it work with young lads He mentioned Campbell You know, Johnson, Tumble. So, you know, you know credit to him he, he must be doing something right Because the, the players are starting to mm. to play
1: Tom is a Celtic fan in Coatbridge Tom, it's almost too early for for Celtic To be looking at the League Cup final Because they've got the small matter of the Europa League But that just sums up How big a week it is going to be For your team, doesn't
13: it? Well, that's I aye um, But as, as I call it myself I go take things forward To be honest with you It's quite easy to win these competitions But we can only play What's put ahead of, of you yeah. um, Just to argue that point Between Edward and Morales Surely the £9 million Price tag that was put on Edward just proves He's a clinical goal scorer Big games Big players turn up and for me, he comes up and scores goals For Morales, he's a headbanger He just gets sent off left, right and centre
1: Well, it doesn't really though Is that not been a bit unfair, Tam? I think it comes down from the, the mentality Where's he from? Is it come there? Yeah, but you see, left, right and centre He's had two red cards this season And one was rescinded And, and on, on
13: the basis of that did, did Rangers go on and win the game?
1: Uh, I'm not sure, what, what do you mean? Was
2: that, was that in the original point? I think the original point was He's getting sent off left, right and centre Not that it was costing the team Tam, I think that,
13: yeah, was well, that, coming that would from. be my point. It's it early days, and I totally agree that we've got a good Scottish strikers. Well, other countries come in here and in Scotland. But for me, he needs to start calming down on the park and just be a team member, a team player.
3: Tam, let, uh, let me go back to your, your first point here. And, and I'm just playing devil's advocate because I've already said a couple of times that I can't split them. I, I don't know who I think is the best player. Your first point was that the, the £9 million paid for Edward means he's a better player. What about Morella's? Yeah. They haven't paid that amount of money for him, and he's still acting the way he is and playing to the level that he is carrying Rangers. Well,
1: that it. says. So, but he's not. Game. He's
3: not coming that nine million pound transfer fee. So is, is that is not that more impressive? Yeah. Is that not yeah? Does that not strengthen yeah, I, I, his case? I think
13: case? That's impressive from the Rangers background staff to, to have the scouting options in there, right?
3: Of course. Now, so take take the background staff away and just it. talk about what, what the two players are doing. The fact that he's not came with a nine million pound fee and what he's actually producing on the pitch. For for me, that's sometimes better than actually signing. A, a, a really expensive player who's supposed to do that anyway. And I'm just no, playing devil's I, advocate. Listen,
13: I, I 100%, 100% agree with you there, but then you need to turn around and say, because of his background from Columbia, he's, he's got a fighting mentality, which is great for goal scoring, but then he needs to chill out a little bit and say, yeah. listen, don't get involved in needless little tackles or don't get wound up
3: by opposition players. Yeah, listen, Dean R- Wright's not from Columbia and, and he was one of the most fiery players the English Premier League's ever seen. He played on the edge all the time to the point he was, he was two in goalkeepers.
2: Tam, I, I was looking at the stats for last season just to kind of—he's only been up here for a year and a half—and you're right what you said. He, he's he's had two red cards so far this season. One's been rescinded. If you take uh, Helsinki where he came from last year, and then obviously Rangers, he, he was involved in fifty-five games and didn't think of get one red card. So there's a misconception. I think there's actually the boys starting to get stereotyped as well as. Uh, so I, th- I think this is just my opinion that there's times where referees are looking for him because he is very emotional as well. He gets involved in things where he shouldn't do, and I think uh, as we've already said it's a it's an area where I, I believe that he can improve in. But there has to be mm. a balance where you don't lose that kind of uh, aggression uh, because it's very much part of his game. But so it's about getting the balance where it's not going to cost Rangers, i.e., the, the semi final. Yeah, I tell you, what, I tell you what you
3: can't condone is is the. Talking back to the referees And getting booked for dissent that, That's not good enough Because if he is going to play on the edge Then that will cost his team And it will cost him long term
1: We are a bit short on time But on this very topic So let's keep it going John is a Rangers fan in Maryhill He's got something along similar lines Hi John
8: Hi, how are you doing there? Good thanks I'm just wondering like For a 9, 10 million pound striker Whatever they want to call him eh, How many goals does a nine 10 million pound striker Need to score in the SPL? I've, nobody can answer it I would like to, to hear people Give me an opinion on it please
1: What, what do you mean by that? How many, How goals, many goals Does he need to score? A
8: season should he score uh, If uh, I paid £10 million For a striker I think it should be 40 plus in the SPL A £10 million striker Coming to the SPL Should be 40 first goals A, se- a season
2: I th- I think it's fair to say That for me Edward will score A minimum of 20 goals A minimum Just because of the chances If you look at it He's 8 in the last 10 So for me He will most certainly Get into the 20 And then, all depending on how well he does fitness-wise, he may well kick on for there. Because I think a top striker in this country should be looking at a minimum of 25 to 30 goals. So not 40. I think 40 I know Lee Griffiths done it A couple of years ago uh, But that was like A one off
8: season 10 million. This is like maybe five times The money they paid for Lee Griffin. Yeah but there's but, only but, so
1: many You can score John That's like saying If somehow Rangers or Celt- If Celtic went and signed A 20 million pound striker That needs need to, to 60 score 60 goals. There's only so many You can score I just think
8: When you look at the difference Of the price tags I would be scratching my head if I was Celtic and why we bought this guy for this price and we've got a guy who's scored more goals, more assists in the league, more in Europe, more assists in Europe, more goals, and thinking we've paid a million and we've paid nine for him. I would be asking questions, but it seems that nobody wants to criticise Brendan Rodgers' signings. And I but, think for £9 million, do you, think Edward, do you think Edward is worth the money? Just now, right here, as games and goals scored, is he worth the £10
2: million? Yeah, well, at time I said earlier on, and it's important John. to be. Sorry, John. It was as before. I think it's important to to um to, to put all this in balance. Everybody's going to be bit carried away because someone's saying somebody's better than the other. Edward had a really slow start to in terms of goal thing I mean, but it, it, sometimes it takes time for players to then settle into the to the environment, to the system. Uh, if you remember, Edward played on the left hand side a lot of the times last year because Dembélé was through the middle. So he's learning to kind of carry the team as a number 9 effectively And if you look at the 8 goals in the last 10 So the fact is that he's playing week in week out Celtic are top of the league Celtic will be happy with him It doesn't really matter where he's 1 million, 4 million, 10 million The fact is that he's doing a job for Celtic And they'll be happy with that
1: Now we really are late for this Thank you to John So I'm going to have to move on We've got the full time teaser coming up next And St Mirren fans Huge win for you at the weekend can that be the turning point in your season? Yes or no. Oh one four one nine five one one
0: zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompsons.com. dot
1: Alex, Ray, and Craig, BT are here with me, Gordon Duncan. And if you want to join us, two options. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones. Or Twitter is At Clyde SSB St Mirren fans Where are you? You got your big win At the weekend Could this be the turning point In your season? Yes or no It was a fantastic win Against Hearts And a stunning goal In there as well So come on Celebrate On the lines 01419511025 Another Contact that you need Is fulltime At Clyde1.com That's where to send Your questions in If you want to get involved On the full time teaser That's what Chris Daugherty Has done tonight And he sent this question And now This has only got five answers
2: Mm, Good
1: So Phones away Please And I'm not going to tell you Yes or no as we go along Because there's only five So you're going to have to We can think out loud As the show goes on And then we'll have to Settle on five answers So the question is this Since the Champions League Started in 92 Only five Scottish players Have played In at least the semi-final Or the final So got to the semi-final Onwards basically can you name them? So since the Champions League Started in 92 Only 5 Scottish players Have played In the semi-final Or the final Of the Champions League
3: Right I'm coming right in With Paul Lambert I was, I was going to say that Too late you Before we go Are <laughs> 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 you sure on, that one's right?
2: Well I know Is it before. Yeah so um, Scottish players Right I've got
3: another one Do you want to get, like, a chance? No, no, I mean, you can say them aloud the David I'm Robertson got, telling you Who? Uh, sort of by Andy Robertson Okay <laughs> He's flying at me.
1: I told you I'm not telling you yes or no, but I mean I some of them would be you. fairly obvious. So I mean that's that's two suggestions. You're gonna to have to settle on five. I'm not telling you as you go along. Five Scottish players who have played in the semi-final or the final of the Champions League.
2: Right, we'll we'll, we'll part get there now. <laughs> Will you get back to me? Yes, well, we're expecting a few calls. If we know?
1: <laughs> that's all going quiet. They just want to wait for you. <laughs> Not a chance okay. uh, 01419511025 Let's continue our weekend review Shall we? One of the big results of the weekend came in Paisley Oren Kearney says His St Mirren's side need to get used to their 2-1 over Hearts at the weekend Use it as a catalyst, sorry, to get going Adam Hamill scored both the goals in Paisley Kearney says there's plenty more to come from him We've worked extremely hard
16: And it's only probably been this week Where you're starting to see flashes that the legs are starting to come And starting to look more like these videos looked more than anything else, or more what I would have what I would have wanted or expected. So I would say that's only the start for Adam, and I would hope you know, provided we can keep working him hard off the pitch and get him up to a level that we would like. Um, you know, I think it, it, his quality is there to see. Are you hoping this can be the start
6: for for your team as well, and that's can be a turning point.
16: Yeah, yeah, of course you hope that, and I think you, you know, there's there's we we've, we've been on that run, I suppose, of, of of bad luck and and decent performances and good performance, but we haven't quite had the result yeah. to go with it. And I think today, of course. I've seen our lads in the hard aspect of it which is trying to deal with with the defeat after defeat after defeat and the character that they've shown Um, and now I suppose you're very hopeful that this will be a good release for them Um, and ideally we want training to go up another notch next week and and hopefully use this as a catalyst.
1: St Mirren fans 01419511025 Your manager wants to use it as a catalyst Can it be that? Can it be a turning point? What did you make of it at the weekend? I think Adam Hamill's first goal seems like a good place to start. Yeah, fantastic strike!
3: Um, you don't hit them, you don't. You don't buy a ticket for the raffle. You're not going to win it. So he's had a pop from distance, and it's a, it's a fantastic goal. And do you know what? The way St. have been playing and, and the lack of chances we're creating, I think they needed something like that. He he's the one player for me uh,
2: that Oren Kearney has brought in that can actually make a difference. He, he played at a good level down in England. Uh, he's clearly tried to get him up to speed, as he mentioned in that that clip there, and and you can see the the rewards of it. I'm going to throw that out there so far. That is the best goal I've seen To date this season for To see that from that distance And then execute it Was absolutely fantastic Because the, it, the Hearts keeper's a decent keeper as well So for me that's the best goal mm. I've seen so far
1: Goal of the season so far Says Alex Ray Do you agree or disagree? Either way whether it, t- whether it was a one yard tap in Or a 40 yard screamer It'd just be a delight for Owen Kearney And those St Mirren fans To, to finally get that win And just try and
3: Get yeah, to th- a stage where
1: they can look upwards if possible.
3: I think after the the initial game against Celtic, there was a wee bit of optimism, and um, you know, there that hasn't been much, if any, since. Um, so no, not, I'm delighted for him that, that he's got off to a win. Um, I know he's inherited a huge squad, which is probably lacking in the quality they would like. He has started to add to it, um, and hopefully, hopefully, turns turns a corner because as far as I'm aware and what I'm hearing, that he's a, he's a super super coach and a really good guy. So you know, I wish him well and I hope he can build on that. To secret sources you've got. Are you going to name names? Um, no, I wouldn't name names because he works at the club. Um, so I wouldn't. I certainly <laughs> wouldn't name his name on the radio in case he's listening. To him. But you know, by all accounts, he's he's a really good coach. And um, unfortunately, at the minute, he's having it work with a lot of players. As I say, that he's inherited, you know, a huge, huge numbers. Mm. I think they train with two different squads. have got that many yep. players, which is just is wrong on so many levels. Um, but he needs an opportunity to build on it. And, and if what I'm being told is, is accurate, then I'm sure he will build on it.
1: On the flip side, you will hear. Phrases like the wheels have come off for Hearts, the bubble has burst for Hearts and so on and so forth They all mean the same thing, horrendous injuries, no getting away from it But it looks like it's certainly starting to have an impact
3: Yeah, a lot of cliches getting thrown around with Hearts um, you know, What What I did see in the paper today was that Craig Levine has booked their winter training camp And the first thing I thought was, wow doesn't he half need that There'll be a lot of clubs like Sir St Johnson and that that are on good form, that are on a good run that won't be wanting the break, but Hearts will be. They'll have one eye on that to to try and galvanise their squad and get them a bit a rest. It because, was
1: somewhere sunny, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, out in Spain. Yeah, yeah. somewhere in Spain. How beneficial, Murcia. Oh. You you've had a few of them over, over the oh, years. I, could, I
3: couldn't. I couldn't tell you my, my winter winter <laughs> training story on air. I'm afraid. Oh dear. <laughs> I don't need to get that one out.
2: Seven, seven points in the last six games from Hearts. It's 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 very poor when you consider the teams round about them. You know, Celtic, Rangers, St. Johnson sixteen points. From that period So it's been a massive turnaround. around uh, I think uh, Stephen Naismith 8 PAs out Are the two key ones that, You know Defensively looked a bit shaky As well at the weekend So for me The quicker they can get At least one of them back The better they'll be For for Craig And, and the winter break Can't come quick enough But he will trying to Stay within the pack in, in the meantime These
1: coming games
3: Yeah I think what he's done Is they've certainly given themselves a chance by, by being so good Early in the season But you know You're right They need to certainly Regroup and, and galvanise And go again
1: Again it's hard to look Too far ahead this week Because there's so much Going to happen before then But Connor's on Who's a Hearts fan He wants to ask you Craig As a, a former Hearts player What are your thoughts On the weekend's game At Tynecastle He's not feeling Too confident Connor thinks it'll be Another defeat With the way that Rangers have been playing Of late Now A couple of weeks go Remember they met at Ibrooks and it was it was building. You know, it was a huge game because Hearts were absolutely flying at that point. Rangers got the three points that afternoon. I mean, can, can you go the other way? Can it perhaps be in Hearts' favour that there's there's not the same mm. expectation level? Hearts, like was, was, Hearts were flying
3: week? in the lead up to that game and they started well for the first twenty five seconds until their <laughs> set piece went awful wrong. Like just really bad preparation, lazy defending, and ended up they got, they got smashed that day. Um, looking forward to the weekend. Um, you know. Ten Castle somewhere that I, that I hold fondly. I, you know the, the fans absolutely love me through there. I, I love going back there. And I even would, if you
2: say so yourself, even if I
3: say so myself, and I would love to to say that they've they've got a chance on yeah on the weekend. But you know Rangers have been super for them. You know they've got luxury of resting in and, and playing them amazing them when they like. he laugh at back in they're going back to Ten Castle. Um, the injuries are mounting and and hearts are really up against it at the minute. So unfortunately, I, I, I can't. Back them this weekend. The
2: saving grace for Hearts is that at Tynecastle since they've been back, Craig. They've been really, really good. You know, and, and it's interesting because I was at, I was covering the game for uh, Clyde a couple of weeks ago, I and mean, when you say that they were trounced, actually, see for a period, uh, you know, when equalised, you thought they really, they really looked impressive. They got after Rangers, and then obviously they had a couple of, you know, mistakes. Uh, it was two poor goals from their point of view that uh, ultimately cost them. But uh, they need to. Take the game to Rangers and play the way you would want a team of Hearts at Tynecastle because it's so narrow. You've got to be kind of hunting packs and try and make it difficult for Rangers, but they'll need to play a lot better than they did the other day.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Just give me your thoughts on the teaser.
2: I'm going to. I'm going to share this (laughs) with the listeners. During the break I says to the big man Right we need to Can I do a bit of brainstorm And he's went I'm not telling you Because you will steal my answers <laughs> It's
1: supposed <laughs> to be a team effort I'm Honestly I'm trying to explain that to him But he's clearly a striker Right I'll give you a
3: couple With you during the break Go on No on you go off in of Man United <laughs> He's not going to
1: tell us Yes on the way But we need to hear your thinking yeah, So we're Fletch looking off. for Five Scottish players Who've played in at least The semi Well played in the semi-final Or the final um, since the Champions League started in 92 You've thrown out names like Darren Fletcher and Paul Lambert I think Andy Robertson you, Andy Robertson you said you. I told you I'm not confirming any at the end Because you're only looking for five I love this from from uh, I think it was John Clark Let me just find the tweet And he says I hope Neil Sullivan has one of the answers He was on the bench for Chelsea in the semi against Arsenal You two would never have got that I can tell with the blank look in your face But if he's on the bench then he doesn't count Because the question is played in those games I was, so at, there I we was go. at the
2: game I was at Anfield
1: And were you going to say that No Neil Sullivan <laughs> right.
2: I didn't see <laughs> Sullivan warming up No, no. Right, Anyway you've got another one haven't
3: you Biggie um, Time wise I'm not too sure But I'm going to go bigger Rambo buy him, Big like Mike and Ali Oh great show Okay Oh he's not even flinching He's not even giving us nothing
1: No absolutely not I can't give it away There's only got Only got five uh, Only got five answers here So I think I uh, can't possibly You've got about 20 minutes left to get them anyway So plenty of time Um, To me talk about turning points We're talking about that St Mirren uh, Hearts game It's a bit too simple to say You've got one win and the rest will automatically follow But, But what does one win do for you When you're on a run like that I'm putting you right on the spot I'm not sure if you could think of any specific bad runs You were on as a player and then when it turned around But is it a big relief when you eventually get one?
3: Listen, it would certainly have been a, a happier workplace to go in this, this morning, you know, the lads have gone in there buzzing. Um it's not a nice environment to be in when, you know, when the chips are down and it's difficult to motivate motivate each other. Um so St Millenne's training ground would have been a lot happier this morning going in, that's that, that's for sure. Um but then it, it comes time to start training and you've got to go and prepare and, and do all the things properly again, but there's certainly been a, a little bit of better buzz.
1: Archie's a Celtic fan in Shaolins. What's your point tonight, Archie? Good evening,
17: gentlemen. Hello. I'm speaking about Morelos and hmm. Now, just imagine being a neutral person, not knowing much about football, but listening to a debate about these two players. Okay. I'll, give, I'll give you three facts, and you decide who the best player is, because these facts are unarguable. Edward won a treble last year. Morelos won nothing. Next week, Edward can lift the Scottish League Cup. Morelos can't. He played for PSG, one of the best teams in France. And now plays for the Champions of Scotland. Mireless
1: doesn't. So who's the best player? Well, I mean, I think Archie wants us to say Edward, obviously, but you get where he's going with that. No, 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 that's
17: facts. Are you going to, Can you argue with one of them facts?
1: No, absolutely not.
17: Well, well the, best uh, uh, the
2: best player's Edward. The best Edward, correct? Archie, who scored the most goals so far this season?
17: But he's won nothing son He's won nothing Yeah but you don't Rangers you don't, you won, you, won nothing uh, Rangers have uh, won nothing
2: As Morelos has been a player Because has been the player He's uh, won, the, won nothing Actually the, season, <laughs> the season's only a, a quarter of the way through A third of the way through what, what, So what last
17: year When he you, put on Well he won you
2: can give that But you, the, the argument would be Last year that Rangers Was extremely poor last year It's as bad a performance As you'll see at Ibrox For many a year So there'll be mitigating factors And then you talk about How people develop So if you can go back to Two, three years ago uh, Morelos was playing in um, Finland. Uh, Finland So you're thinking Oh he's in the backwater But you look where he's at now And this is the argument now We're not talking
3: about last year We're not talking about two I've
2: years ago
17: I've told you the facts about now So the best players Obviously at World And it probably won't be yeah, boys. So the facts have
3: in- included The teams And not the individuals so again I've, I touched on it earlier If you take in the fact That Morelos is carrying Rangers On his own
1: I mean he is He's happen? not to be fair Because I know Candias has scored What in his yeah. last three games Middleton's now popping up I, I know what you mean I think you're you, You're just wanting to Praise Morelos in many ways for the, for, for the contribution But yeah sorry, of carry sh- sh- on
3: Sorry I thought you were going to kind of
1: go
3: no, I'm just saying I'm playing devil's advocate Because I I don't know Who I think is the better player But you know The, the points and the facts That you've made there Are, are including the teammates Around about them And you know, there's, there's an argument that the, the teammates that Eduard has at Celtic are better, and they're playing and performing better than what um, Morelos is at Rangers.
1: Yeah, Archie. I suppose because on, you, on your your system that you've you've got there, Archie, that means that every single Celtic player, every single one of them who is part of that treble-winning squad, is better than Morelos No, we're talking
17: about two players individually as an argument. We've had a dispute
1: who's the best player. Yeah, I know that. But and you not said, not but not you said, but you said that the reason, one of your reasons, one of your facts. That meant that Edward was better Was that he won a treble So does that not mean then That every player That won the treble last year Is better than Morelos According to you
17: He won the treble But he also scored the goals To help Celtic win the treble And he scored plenty of goals That's fair Especially against Rangers as well So The facts are and, And talking about against Rangers Morelos doesn't do much Against Celtic does he Bob does against Rangers So that when they play against each other Who's the best mm. player
1: That is true That's That's something, That is true That's something yep. that we said earlier on You always look to see Who who steps up in, in big games And so on uh, Right I'm going to give you A couple more minutes On the teaser uh, But we, before we get to that I want to talk to you About something very important
0: Cash for Kids Mission Christmas In partnership with Wholesale Domestic Bathrooms Hillington Caring about children In Glasgow and the West
1: Okay, uh, Clyde 1's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas very much underway this year. Unfortunately, it's a bit of a serious one because for thousands of children right here on our doorstep, Christmas is just another day. It's not the special time that many of us have with family and friends. And quite simply, we want to change that And you can help by supporting us Now, I'm going to just basically let some of the guys Who know where this money goes They can tell the story a lot better than I can So let's hear um, from the Giza Break group That's one of the groups that Cash for Kids work with They're based in the north-east end of Glasgow Providing support to the most vulnerable families Ed Ingalls, who works for them, tells us about a Christmas party Something as simple as a Christmas party That we supported last year for 100 children To try and make Christmas a bit different for them
17: It's for food and for presents for the kids that maybe wouldn't otherwise get a gift. The parents don't have the money to buy them them gifts. So to be able to come to that party and have have a laugh, eh, do dance and do games, get a bit of party food, eh, meet Santa Claus and get a present, they they were delighted and absolutely loved
14: it.
1: Now, if you want to help this year, it's very simple. Text the word Clyde to 70808. That will donate £5. So text the word Clyde to 70808. To help Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with Wholesale Domestic Bathrooms Hillington.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to Thompsons.com uh.
1: Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Craig Beattie and Alex Ray are here with me, Gordon Duncan. They're having a go at this teaser sent in by Chris Daugherty. I think, I feel like this question should actually have another... Wee bit included To be honest Because Token Jester And a couple of others Are pointing out on Twitter What about that Rangers team In 1992 Well I was
3: just about to give
1: you Six guys out of that team Only five So I'll I'll help Chris out And add another (laughs) wee bit To the question Which says For non-Scottish clubs That will clear it up for you So we're looking for (laughs) Since Since the Champions League started Five Scottish players Have played in the Semi-final or final I'm adding this bit in For non-Scottish clubs Because Chris doesn't have any of those Rangers guys down from ninety two. So you've been throwing out names like uh John what was it, the last one you said? Uh Alan Ramble. McAnally. Alan McAnally, you said Darren You could say Johnny Rumbler. <laughs> you said Paul Lambert, you said Andy Robertson. You're gonna to have to come up with five. I'm not telling you. We've already got if five. If they're right. Oh you have? Yes, Brian McLare. Brian McLare, yes. So this is with five. I'm not telling
2: you. Andy Robertson, Paul Lambert, Brian McLare, Darren Fletcher, and Alan McAnally and that was a big man to got on him. What if, no, I tell I you Brian what if I tell I'm you
1: sure. that two of them are wrong oh, So you've got that. three
3: <laughs>
2: do, do you think we would have that? I'm Which two um, do you think, think are wrong?
1: Uh, Dan, uh,
3: Dan Fletcher You think that's wrong?
2: No uh, Alan McAnally's wrong And Brian McClare's wrong
3: What
1: about Dan Fletcher?
2: He looks as if he could be wrong as well I'm just messing with <laughs> me. you There's only read, two of them I read, are
3: wrong I read, oh, I read something recently about They were saying that Fletcher would have had a huge impact in the final Had he played Yeah but, but it's a th- semi Semi or final, all oh, right, okay, yeah.
1: But has he played in a semi final?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I said Fletch right? So I'm changed my mind again, right? I
1: thought <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the best way of doing it because I can just mess with you. Usually, I'm telling you as we go along uh, whether they're right or wrong. I'm loving this, right? So, I've told you've got three,
3: that's yes. what I'm willing right, to do. Lambo and Robertson I'll stick on definitely,
2: mm-hmm. and I'm going for McAnally, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fine Right that's, that's up to you Let's hear from Neil Lennon Let's continue looking back uh, On the weekend's action He says Giving away cheap goals And not being clinical were to blame for the 2-0 draw With Dundee All of a sudden Hibs are on a, a, a Bad run They lost a 2-goal lead At the weekend And he thinks That they're lacking confidence After being winless In their last five
16: It's Symptomatic of the spell we're going through at the minute, where you know we don't put teams away, and we've conceded two poor goals for switching off. You know, some senior players are not playing at the level that they, they could be. You know, my strikers aren't functioning at the minute either. But positives are we've, we've broken the run of not scoring goals. We've we've actually gained a place today. You know, we've gone up and we we'll close the gap a little bit on the teams around us, but uh, it feels like two points drop. But you got to give Dundee credit, you know. They made us change our shape ten minutes into the second half because we were abject, feeling sorry for ourselves, lacking character. I think after the change of shape, we were a lot better and we had good control of the game, but we're not taking our chances and we're not producing the final ball. And we're not believing in ourselves at the minute. But it's a spell I have to manage on the I will. I thinking, it's, I don't know if the players thought it was easy or not, but, um, you know, we. we the boy Ralph's come a long way and then, you know, Paul doesn't get across quick enough to stop Kenny from scoring. It's it's just poor. And then the psychology of the game changes, gives Dundee a lift and then we don't come out of the trap second half at all. And the second goal, we should win the ball in midfield and then we should stand up rather than dive in. So it's a culmination of things. It's frustrating, but it's part of football.
1: This goes back to what we said, that if you're taking one overall conclusion from the weekend, or he always calls teams halves and halves nots, well, from the weekend you know Celtic and Rangers and and St Mirren all be delighted but in amongst that group with Hearts being disappointed, Aberdeen mm. disappointed Hibs like I see all of a sudden they're on a pretty poor run and what are they eighth in the table seventh is it so oh yeah sorry they did they went up because of the one point but um five points in the last six Gordon
2: uh, it's it's poor uh, I was looking at even if you take someone like St Mirren recently they they have four points in the last five games so it kind of puts it in context i think when you look at the the footage from the weekend the first goal that Hibs gave away was absolutely schoolboy stuff and he'd be absolutely frustrated at it because he would have been in 2-0, very comfortable, you know, coming out buoyant in the second half and then all of a sudden, uh, Dundee have got that kind of spring in the step and then they come out and get the goal They the start of the second half. So, Neil will be looking for his strikers in particular. They don't seem to be scoring freely like they were last year.
3: Yeah, he's highlighted the strikers are not functioning properly. Um, he's senior players at the back. Um, I know young Ryan Porteous is in there and, and he's, He's actually a, a super young player, really, really good mm-hmm. talent he is. Um but it's, it's the senior players that he's highlighting that that are not doing your, doing their jobs and that's what's cost them and, and with guys like Kenny Miller kicking about who's, who you know fine well knows where the net is, and then um it's not good enough. I know I know I was in the studio a while ago and we were talking about the the, the six goal demolition of Hamilton
1: that's
3: and right. they were due to play Celtic the following weekend and it's like, did they go to Celtic and beat Celtic at Celtic Park? And you know they've they've not won a game since then. That's right. Um so to use another <laughs> the same cliche, <laughs> the, the the wheels are off. John is in Wisher. Hi John.
7: Hi, Gordon. Gordon, can I just say my wee pal Paul Hagen is half what he's hurt at his back, what a sin. Tell him get well soon. Get well soon, Paul. Uh, I'm amazed the amount of people have come out with, oh, Morelos get booked. Yes, he'll miss it done the game. When's the last time Rangers won at Dens Park? Plus, Jim McIntyre's starting to get his ideas over to his players. So. I
1: think Rangers Maybe get into that game They struggled against Livingston And then Morelos Came on He's not going to Come on against Dundee Alright so John Sort of on this Idea that it's
2: a good thing To miss the Dundee game For Morelos No look, Listen I think uh, Losing Morelos Is a, a, a blow Regardless I said at the top of the show He was instrumental In what Rangers Were trying to do uh, Whether it was tactical Or not you'll know, We'll never know But uh, that's besides the point I think Rangers Will miss him uh, And it, But what it does Is it gives someone uh, Maybe a Lafferty an opportunity to come on and shine He's one that actually needs to get the season up and running Again, you know, he obviously was Started the season well uh, Earlier on with Hearts Scored against Celtic So He would have looked to kick on It's stuttered for him This is an opportunity uh, against Dundee mm. to try and Get going John, John
1: I, don't... I think it's just more about It's not It's not Rangers saying this Dundee game will be easy And we'll win it easily It's just that it, on paper it looks like Not quite as difficult as is the Hearts game or, or any of the other ones coming up?
3: Yeah, listen, we've, we've just listened to Neil Lennon saying That they've, they've thrown away a, a two-goal lead to Dundee and, and have given them a point The last game was a draw against St Mirren, Who we know have been very, very poor You know, apart from that they've, they've been done against Motherwell They've been beat against Celtic They've been beat against Hearts They've been done against Livingston So, if you are going to miss a game You make sure it's a Dundee game As opposed to any of the other two that you could have possibly missed John?
7: What do you mean by that? You make sure it is?
2: But, well... <laughs> If it was a a kind of calculated one
7: Is
2: that no cheating? Well well, well, listen We don't know if it is We're only saying If people are suggesting that out there We're not actually saying that
7: You're just after saying it If you're going to miss again, Make sure it's a Dundee one So in my book that's cheating
2: Well fair point John You've caught me up with my words there But what I'm trying to say to you is We don't know So what I will tell you is If you had to pick a suspension Out of the three games Hearts Aberdeen Or Dundee I know what one I'm picking John who are you picking
1: You've got about 30 seconds left To come up with answers On this teaser uh, That clock is Not making good reading for you So we're looking for <laughs> The five Scottish players Who've reached the semi-final Who've played Sorry In the semi-final Of the final Of the Champions League So you I'll, I'll give you a clue Because you need, you, need well, you better give us the 3 above
2: goal. Yeah, so, so Darren
1: there. Fletcher Paul Lambert Andy Robertson You've nailed on You've got two to get you better start getting
2: as, How do you say 30 seconds You better start getting as a, a clue Okay 2001
1: With an English team
2: 2001 would have been Chelsea No Arsenal
1: Important to remember Martin this th- No this team made it to a Champions League final Because they're now miles away from that Level
2: Oh um. for Leeds Oh Leeds uh, The Scottish guy for Leeds
1: mm. <laughs> Defender I think I'll we'll give you his initials so That's what Hugh and DJ Like to do D-M Dominic Matteo Dominic Matteo And the last one 1998 With a French team Who <laughs> <laughs> <Scottish. laughs> went to France From Scotland Played for Celtic Then went to a Big side in France John, John Collins Yes yeah, That's easy. easy Easy when you get the clues Thank you Alex Ray And Craig <laughs> Beattie For joining me Gordon Duncan On tonight's show Big thanks for all the tweets and calls. Apologies if you didn't get through, but the beauty of it is you have the chance to do it again tomorrow night at six o'clock until eight. I'll be back in the company of Gordon Dale and Roger Hanna.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com.